Welcome to the Sound of Goshen, brought to you by the Goshen Chamber of Commerce and your community health system, Goshen Health. See what living vibrantly can mean for you. It starts with Goshen Health. Get strong, feel better, live vibrantly. Visit livevibrantly.com. This week's podcast episode, Sounds of Success. Welcome to the Sound of Goshen. I'm your host, Vince Turner, and today's episode is Sounds of Success, brought to you in part by Everance. Ground your finances in values like care, hope, and sharing. Everance. Today, we welcome Grant Sassaman. He is the new face and part of the new ownership team at Black Squirrel Golf Course. And Grant, I say the new face, but really you're not a new face either in the entrepreneur world here in Elkhart County, nor at Black Squirrel. Among your first endeavors was you spent three years working as a cart boy under uh, Sergeant Patty at Black Squirrel. <laughs> That's exactly right. Yes, I did about 23 years ago. Yeah, that's it. And how amazing is that for you to at one point be working at Black Squirrel and then now being in charge of making sure everything continues? Yeah, it's a it's kind of a weird dream that I didn't think I'd ever have that came true. Mm -hmm. um, but Patty was a pretty crucial part of the desire to make Black Squirrel into what it and kind of what it once was. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Right. She's great. Well, and, and the interesting thing about that is, you know, it, it, you know, a little bit on the personal side, uh, my son, Benjamin, also spent a year working for oh, yeah. Sergeant Krebs. And I can tell you that much of his work ethic that he had that got him through college and the work ethic he has today, he got from working with Tony and Patty at that time at Black Squirrel. And I'm sure there are a lot of stories like that of people who learned how to work. It was a fun job but it was still a job. It, it really was. And, and they both combatted each end of the business really mm -hmm. well. Uh, Tony was just an absolute scientist when it came to, you know, turf science and understanding golf. Mm -hmm. He had golf in his history all the way from being young with his father. And then Patty just had a, a great desire to make it look beautiful and just well presented. So it was a great combo for many years. And that's what I grew up with. And she, uh, she shaped me really well with that. And then Tony uh, taught me kind of the business end of things at a very young age. So it was really, really neat relationship built in. Well, and it's interesting because I, I know Tony well enough and, and certainly his love for the golf course. I remember when Tony first came from Plymouth mm -hmm. and, and purchased this and, you know, how much heart and soul he's put into developing Black Squirrel. He wasn't going to sell it to just anybody. And, and so... You must have had some synergy with him, and, and Tony had some confidence like, okay, this is the guy, or this is the team uh, that I feel comfortable handing Black Squirrel off to. How, how did that conversation then come about? How did, how did you and your partners and Tony get together and say, all right, we're going to do this? Great question. This is one I get quite often. So it's, it is really heavily uh, more of a God story of direction than mm -hmm. it is just relationships. Obviously, that was a foundation of how we knew each other. But it was basically Tony and Chris um, came to me. The opportunity came to me three times in the last two years. Okay. And so I thought it was more of a dangling carrot that was trying to chase me off of my current <laughs> path at Lippert, right? Yeah. So I didn't think much of it at the time. Um, and I think it was the second time in is like, man, I really need to pursue this and see if this is something mm -hmm. that, uh, I, I should be going down, you know? So I just kind of prayed and said, Hey, if this is the path you want me on, open the door. If not, I'll just keep moving where I'm going. So, uh, I, I kind of chased it financially myself and it didn't really work out mm -hmm. just on my own. 
And I've been friends with Nathan Martin, the dentist, um, for probably six, roughly six, seven years. Mm -hmm. And he's got his hands into several other businesses as well. So he's kind of a high tier entrepreneur, uh, kind of a business dentist in that sense. You know, he's got a dentist as a profession, right. but man, he loves being involved like in a lot of the other, business end, of the business yeah. end of things. So it was just between me and him uh, for for the handful of months of just figuring out running numbers if this was going to be something you know valuable to kind of chase or valid to even go through with. So it was me and him for a while, and he said, "Hey, listen, I think we can make this work. Let me get my friend Eric Johnson involved, mm -hmm. and we'll see what we can what we can do." So we met at Yakida one night, and he said, "Hey, this is Eric. He's done a lot of other things. He closes um, uh, deals with other businesses, and he's got his own." Uh, business kind of doing this this kind of thing. Mm -hmm. um, I think Noble Endeavors is what it's called. He does with his father. So I was like, okay, so that's a great key person to have in in this uh, in this venture. So we us three went through the whole process of going back and forth. Um, and Tony was was trying to get me personally for for quite a while. He had some other uh, people come at him, and, and nothing was able to just kind of land at the very end. Some mm -hmm. some stuff went all the way to contracts and signing stuff. And then health things would come through and it kind of fell through. So it was really neat. And then Kyle Johnson was uh, at the very end of it, but um, really proved to be a great asset to the company because he owns a couple things that we now utilize for Black Squirrel. So it's interesting, too, because uh, I'll, I'll share this little bit of a story with our listeners. I had, had mentioned to you before that you know I wanted to have you on the podcast, talk about the future of Black Squirrel, how the first summer went, et cetera, et cetera. And I was out from my normal walk uh, before the weekend and thought, well, you know, I'm going to cut down and, you know, I'm the guy that walks 16 and 18 and whatever. Someone comes into the clubhouse and said they found five golf balls on one of the greens. That was me. Uh, <laughs> picked them up out of the rough and just tossed them on the green for the next guy. But I thought, I'll just go see Grant and, and, and we'll make the appointment. And lo and behold, I see, you know, I, I thought I recognized the face that was on a front loader uh, in the maintenance parking lot. It's Grant. And we set it up. But that's one of the things, I mean, you just didn't buy a golf course to sit and, and, and greet the golfers. You are rolling up your sleeves and hands-on. Yeah, it's, it brings so many opportunities to do that in so many different ways. So mm -hmm. all the way from design aspect um, of laser cutting our own uh, signage, so purchased a laser uh, from a really, actually the uh, friend of mine, John Weber, who started, car I, him and I started Carved. Carved yep. He hooked me up, so we're going to do that. So I get kind of that design aspect exhausted um, as well. And then the other side of it is just learning turf science and the operation of a golf course in general. Mm -hmm. And getting hands-on is such a desire of mine. You know, I spent a lot of time in office with draw drafting and design mm -hmm. um, with new product development, but it really, a lot of it really... I enjoy is just getting dirty and, and moving dirt and jumping on a skid loader and start shaping tee boxes. So yeah, anytime I, and you know, we need a lot of help out in the maintenance. So it's very valuable to be out there with them. Well, that hands-on kind of thing. A little bit about your experience. Um, Carved was a tremendous success story or is a tremendous is, success yeah. story and, and, and the niche that you developed there. So you've got that entrepreneurial Elkhart County spirit in a small business like Carved that continues to grow. Then you go and you're with one of the largest companies in our area with Lippert Components, so you get a taste of that. When you blend that into business experience, how much has that prepared you for what you're taking on now at Black Squirrel? 100% crucial. Every single step that I've, I've been on in the business aspect of different companies that I've worked for has been um, extremely important to the learning of what I would need for this uh, this adventure that I'm on now with mm -hmm. Black Squirrel. So 
John Weber and myself started in 2011. Um, and he had an idea and he said, Hey, if you can figure out a design and manufacture this product, this is what I have in mind. So that whole aspect of kind of starting from scratch, from nothing, figuring how to purchase machines, to operate machines, um, to then turn a, a sellable product that people actually would desire was quite crucial to the next tier, which actually was Riverside Tool for a little bit. And then Lippert uh, came mm-hmm. shortly after. And then Lippert gave the more broad stroke of manufacturing. Talk a little bit about Jason <laughs> and, and what you learned working under that umbrella. And man, Jason as a leader is is top tier in my opinion. What he's done with Lippert is, is pretty incredible. Um, so what, what he creates is, is a really great space uh, for his team members to have think tanks, uh, exhaust ideas. Uh, there's there's not a lot of major red tape around the engineering aspect of mm-hmm. it. Um, quality is held to you know extremely high um, aspect of the whole company. And he just really feeds into these core avenues that makes a business great. Um, and, and he's also shows face uh, quite often to the local businesses. And, and myself being able to interact with him and ask questions was really neat for me to uh, kind of uh, see and grow with with the company. So you've been blessed. I mean, you go from from Patty and Tony in your teenage days working at the golf course uh, to partnerships in your different entrepreneurial endeavors and then working at somewhere like Lippert where Jason and his leadership team build into you as well. As you look now at becoming a community leader and a business leader at Black Squirrel, is mentorship something that's on your checklist as well? Yeah, mentorship has been kind of imprinted into me for for many years now. Um, it it kind of ties into I'm, I'm actually a co-pastor at a church in Napanee with a friend of mine that we started about two years ago now, and it's just been on my heart to be involved with mentorship, uh, mo- mostly with with the gentlemen mm-hmm. um, on the side of things. So even to this day, um, you know, Wednesday every Wednesday we have a men's Bible study at Lippert. And Jason has opened the doors to allow this to happen. Ah. So I lead that with a couple a couple awesome gentlemen there that I'm able to exhaust that avenue into, into mentorship. So wanted to bring that into Black Squirrel heavily with uh, our team members there. Mm-hmm. Um, really big on leading up and calling them up for the next better thing that they've had instead of just this linear path of the future that they have for them that most people think. But really kind of ex- exhausting out um, their true potential. So when we look at Black Squirrel, one of the things you made known right from the get-go is that you want this to be more than a golf course. You want, of course, golf is the number one experience, but you want this to be a community opportunity. You want to be a focus of community events. One of your first big events after taking over is the July 4th fireworks. It's kind of hard to get something more complicated and more hands-on than that, but, but talk about your vision there, about Black Squirrel returning as a centerpiece for community activities in Goshen. Yeah, that is definitely one of our desires as all four owners um, is to be more of a staple in the community. Um, and, and I think fireworks was just kind of the, the tipping point because it was mm-hmm. historically had its value and it brought everybody together, pretty much e- even other townships in. I think where there's roughly 20,000 or so that we saw just the very, you know, bringing it back for so many years being down. Um, you know, but in the city limits, we owned the most property. Um, there's a hundred and I think it's right around 117 acres. And it's like, what can we offer that to the community, um, to kind of better the community grow and bring that, uh, relationship aspect together is, you know, love thy neighbors itself kind of thing. So 
I've been really kind of getting in with a local HOA, trying to think of some ideas as well. Um, we've got disc golfing tournament coming up, which is going to be pretty big when you get to disc golf on a golf course. So oh, my. That'll be pretty fun. It's going to be pretty cool, <laughs> um, pretty neat. So New Life Church has helped putting that on. And, you know, in the wintertime, we're going to see if we can potentially open up uh, snowshoe walking and cross-country skiing. So we're really trying to bring more. You know, we have this plot of land, and it's like, what can we do just besides golf? So golf is mm-hmm. a breadwinner. It's it's what we put our effort in. That's what pays the bills. Right. But what can we give back to uh, with this property that we have instead of just keeping it dormant for so many months that we're not golfing? So we're looking into a lot of more things in that area. So we're really excited about being a big part of the community. And that's amazing. But golf is still golf. And and it's interesting because, you know, I look at it from uh, the, the business aspect of it, but also from the community aspect of it. And I'm a golfer myself. So, you know, we, you toss that into the mix as well. We lost Christiana Creek, mm-hmm. which was an icon in Elkhart. Um, we we lost Timber Ridge, which was a great public place to play. Uh, some of the courses where people I know that are very, very dedicated golfers actually learn the game. Uh, places like Big Boulder down in Milford and Old Orchard in Elkhart. I mean, those places are gone as well. We're at, at a time when golf courses are beginning to recede. You decide, I'm all in. Um, so obviously, even from a business sense, you know that you have to work hard to make it work. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And it's really heart wrenching to know that the sport is dwindling on courses locally, because mm-hmm. um, you know golf courses don't really see each other as competition. They're right. actually been very good at helping when something goes bad. We give equipment, you know, we share mm-hmm. things. Um, but but the sport, I started seeing uh, a shift um, a couple years ago when. YouTube influencers and the youth started getting heavy into golf. Okay. And I started seeing the rise of it. And I'm saying, hey, there's there's golf courses going down, unfortunately. This sport is rising. Mm-hmm. So there's going to be more need for places to play. Um, so it was a great timing um, in that whole aspect uh, to purchase a golf course and then to be able to supply and grow the sport in that aspect. So mm-hmm. we are seeing uh, immense amount of play this year versus the, you know, the historical uh, numbers that we've seen. Um, and to just be a part of that sports growth on the, I want to say ground level, but a big boom, I feel like is coming. Um, and if we can usher that in with lessons and teachings and golf etiquette and how to play the sport, I think it'd be great and it'd be huge. Do you see yourself as a home for high school and maybe even college golf as well? Yeah, absolutely. So we are the home for two schools right now. Uh, we've got Goshen and Bethany Christian, I believe, Mm -hmm. um, and we, we'd love to uh, offer that up to any other local schools. Um, and then we also have the girls uh, Goshen going on right now. Okay. Um, so we, we're really big into the youth aspect of it. Mm-hmm. We're trying to get connected with First Tee. They're a program that really focuses on the youth as well. Um, we have another program that we signed up with that uh, no, I guess, uh, no youth pays more than $10 to play. So they kind of uh, are not for profit that we that link with local golf courses, and if you sign up for their thing, then you can go and play any course for for ten bucks as a max. For the regulars who are at Black Squirrel, what's been the reaction of of, of you making the transition and the improvements that you've made and those kind of things, and, and the fact that you're going to get busier, you're going to get more crowded, and you know, yeah. for some folks who have maybe had their private golf course that wasn't private, uh, you have to adjust to that as well. Yeah, and I tell you what, it's. Just being there every day, getting to hear the locals speak about what's going on is just mm-hmm. an, an amazing feeling of uh, just keep going, you know, keep pressing forward. What we're doing seems to be affecting in a positive way. Uh, we have an, 
a couple employees who were just like come to us at the end of the day and be like, listen, we heard this, this, and this, and this, and uh-huh. this. It's just all amazing stuff. Uh, I think they've desired for the course to go this direction for many years, and they're seeing the changes that are happening. They're just so excited about it because you know they've played the course for decades, some mm-hmm. of them. Um, and to see the shift uh, is just a, a really neat thing to have. And Tony left us with just a legacy, you know, mm-hmm. so really kind of paved the way for us. So we just grabbed it and ran with it. So great, great feedback. Well, and I still think it's pretty important for a town this size, for the for Goshen, that a good, solid public golf course is important. Love Carl and the folks at Maplecrest. Yep. Elkona is always going to be Elkona. There are yes. great places to play. But a, a good public golf course, I believe, is important to the community. It, it really is. Um, and I'm actually playing with Carl tomorrow. So I'm trying, ah, trying to build a relationship with them. I yeah. uh, love Maplecrest. Haven't gotten to Ocona yet, but hopefully do that in the, in the near future. So um, public-wise, it's an absolute must. Um, there's just so many people who just want to dip their toes and try it out. Um, a lot of people who say, hey, I can't afford a big membership at a country club, but I'd love to play the numbers of those demographic are huge um, and, and we see that every day. So it's, it's a blessing to, to be a part of that, to provide that to those people. So I had one last question and I need you to put your pastor's hat back on for this one sure. for, for a little bit, but okay. you know, at uh, you know, even Moses had to go home and explain to Miriam that he talked to God <laughs> and he was going to go down off the hill and into this strange land. How did that conversation go when you went home and said, honey, uh, I'm leaving one of the most successful corporations in Northern Indiana and, uh, um, uh, um, I'm going to buy a golf course. <laughs> yeah. That is a great question. This is a good one. Um, the timing of everything was, uh, pretty incredible because not only did we sell our home in Michigan and come back to Goshen at the same time that we had our second child at the same time that I changed professions into the golf course, all veed into the exact same moment in time. So it was a lot for her. Uh, she took it really well. She she has a lot of faith in kind of God's path, and we've been stepping into that pretty heavily and mm-hmm. getting out of our comfort zone. And I think because of that, God's really kind of carried us through a lot of this stuff. So she's been really leaning on that more than anything and just believing that this is going to have to work <laughs> out because if not, we're screwed. So she's been amazing. Yeah. If any Behind any decent fella is an amazing woman, and that's oh, yeah. what she's been to me. And a so. woman of prayer and faith. Oh, man, so it absolutely. Just, it makes all the difference. It, it is It is the key. God is good, is he not? Amen. Yeah. But it, at some point or another, he's going to say, oh, by the way, I want you to go to a golf course. Yeah. <laughs> and I would never think that would be something. Usually it's like a, a I would say more can be a struggle or a trial for yeah, growth and yeah. all this other stuff. But man, a golf course never see it. Oh, coming. trust me, you're gonna have a you're gonna have a, some struggles oh. and trials in the yes. golf course business. Absolutely. But we wish you the best. You're off to such a great start. Well, thank and, you, and we really appreciate that. Uh, I, I I believe Grant, you're going to end up being you know a, a pillar in this community as far as recreational and community service is concerned. Well, thank you so much. Well, I really appreciate that, and I, and I am looking forward to growing in that area. Good deal. Welcome yeah. home where you belong. Thanks. Our thanks to Grant Sassaman of Black Squirrel Golf Course. Sounds of Success brought to you in part by Everance and is a presentation of the Goshen Chamber of Commerce. I'm your host, Vince Turner. Thank you for joining us.